Welcome to the Breaking Bots Podcast. Please put on your safety goggles, tighten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Here are your hosts, Brian and Cam. Welcome everybody to Breaking Bots. Uh, We got some new music. Yeah. Do you want to make some bets on this game that's on TV first? No. I mean, Golden State's winning. No, it's a replay. Take, Dang you it. You should take Golden State in the points. <sighs> All right. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we have got a new uh, musical intro. Yeah. Um, our Thanks to Dan from Troop, uh, Troop of Echoes. Yeah. We have new official music for the Breaking Bots podcast. Yes. Like you said, Dan Moriarty, uh, who is in the group A Troop of Echoes. Uh, Pretty cool music. Like I've uh, I've been rocking to it at work, so you know it's one of those good things. It's like you can put on and keep working. Yeah. So you know it's not like Barbie Girl by Aqua where you're just like okay I can't concentrate. Like good stuff. And um, he's also sponsoring the website BattleBots Update. Yeah. Which I don't want to give them too many free plugs, but pretty funny. I occasionally rip off the guy's stuff. Hmm. And but I don't try to coin it as my own, but I do sometimes say things that this guy said, and I'm trying to needle this guy to come on. So one of these days I'm going to get this guy on, so we can let him talk shit about the bots, so we don't have to. <laughs> but we do still. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, you know, but we'll we'll let him. We're nice compared to this guy at times, but he's <laughs> funny. So check out that website and if you see the link to a troop of echoes give them a look and they're also on spotify which is where i found them and um you can even when you go on their website you can download their music yeah and i believe it's uh the at least the older album i know is i think he said was free but uh yeah some some good stuff and uh that you may hear him again in the outro yeah so we welcome and maybe our- the breaks so we welcome our new music to the Breaking Bots <laughs> podcast. So um, tell us what we've got in store for tonight. So this week we have Mr. Oh, what, I don't John Flack. Flack. I, well, I was trying to remember his last name because I know it's spelled weird but said simple. Yes. And, and I think it's actually John Flack the fourth. Yeah. He's from a long line of Flacks. Exactly. Apparently. So he is the team captain of Extinguisher who was... I guess an alternate. It kind of sounds like they pretty much had like, you oh, know, the full card almost. Yeah, other than maybe getting their weight paid out there for him. So, yeah. He he gets to talk to us about everything extinguisher. Um and the kid's only 16. Like yeah. he he kind of acts like this is no big deal, but it it, it is. You know, he's a pretty impressive kid. So, yeah, um, they they drove cross country to be in BattleBots. Yeah, that's a funny and, story. Uh, we'll have to you have to <laughs> tune into. And luckily they were able to help uh you know, Shredderator and, and Gruff out getting getting some extra time for them boys too. So hitch a ride. And maybe we'll find out what is the thing. What is the thing? I'm gonna spoil that right now. The thing is mentioned, but we don't actually find out what it is. All right. So um <laughs> so after the break we'll be back with John Flack from Team Extinguisher. And we are back, and uh, we are pleased to announce a, a new guest to the podcast. And uh, you know, it, he was at Orlando Maker Fair, but we didn't quite get a chance to catch up with him. And another Tampa Bay area native, yes. But we happened to catch him on vacation, so we are lucky enough to have him this week. So let's welcome uh, Mr. John Flack from the Extinguisher Bot. John, how are you doing tonight? Uh, good, you. Ah, we're good. We're good. Uh, happy to have you on. Yeah, thanks for joining us while you're on vacation. Yeah, we're not doing much today. It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So the weather's yeah, about the same here. Yeah, that's that's Florida. All right. Yeah. So um. So yeah, we saw you at the Maker Fair this season with a lot of the different teams. I mean, there was four new teams this season that were at Maker Fair, uh, but it was not your first time competing there. So we were curious because i'd seen we were able to find like some of your fights on youtube from maker fair but what other events had you been at leading up to getting on BattleBots this season um so pretty much i only built heavyweights okay if, if you've ever seen anything i've built it's only big large things nice so i think the 
first one I brought to Orlando was an airplane wing, and I put the big scoop on it, and that's probably the one you see online. I think and then so. After that, we rebuilt out of steel like a day and a half before the event because we were like, well, this aluminum frame's not going to hold up for the beating we're going to get. So <laughs> we rebuilt it like a day before and then brought it there for the second time. And I just played around since and applied this year. Oh, cool. Now, um, it seems like uh, it, it's a completely different bot than the one you brought to Orlando. Um, is is there Was there a reason for that, or is this a design you've always wanted to build, but just, you know, since BattleBots uh, had extended the invitation as an alternate, you decided to go ahead and build it, or? So, like, at home, I've not had, like, safe places to build actual weapons, so we just do like big wedges and speedy type things just that are cheap and made of scrap. Mm-hmm. And then we got on the battle bots and we were like, well, we can't bring them a thing made out of electronic scrap and garbage. <laughs> so we actually have to like spend more than 50 bucks on it. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess they saw that, you know, you could already be creative with, you know what you call junk but still you know like other metals so when build your way up because yeah we were kind of taken aback we're like that's not the same bot we saw at maker fair it's a completely different build can you tell us about the build that you made for battle bots like what went into it and what kind of because we haven't gotten to see a fight just yet so um what kind of weapon or weapons do you have for extinguisher battle bots so for the battle bots robot we want like all out. I know it costs twenty five grand or so. Ooh, and it was. We got told really late, so all of our like math was done for certain motors and electronics, and then they were all gone. Oh wow! So we went with the like our hammers powered by, I think three castle knockoffs from China, and then. It's we've kind of gone from there, and with, okay. more so with what's available than what would be ideal for this time. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it's like you said, there was such a lot of times with the new teams. It seems like they don't get a ton of time, like build time. They just they get accepted, and then it's like, okay, you've got a few weeks here. Do what you can. Uh, now, curious is. Again, we haven't seen Extinguisher fight yet, so um, we see the hammer and the promo pictures. So, is Extinguisher um, just a hammer bot, or is this kind of a multi-tool bot? So, we pretty much ran the hammer most of the time because we were having a lot of difficulty finding parts and availabilities. But yeah. we have a, I think it's thirty-five and a half pound drum spinner similar to like monsoon style mixed with bite force hmm. and then we have a four bar mechanism so it's like lucky oh okay wow huh so that's cool so um why did you decide to go mostly with the hammer was it just a matter of it was working the best or just the fights that you got when you just felt like that was the better matchup so we had the like the disc in plan for a couple of our fights, and then we went to get ready for them, and we were like, oh, well, these batteries are from China, and they don't work. <laughs> Great. Like, they shipped us zero-volt batteries. Super. That's almost sounds like... We were, like, yeah. charging them to go do our first safety inspection with the drum, and it was like, oh, the batteries are at zero volts, and we can't use them. That sucks. So um, did you have to find did you have to find new ones there from somebody or did you have backups already in hand? Well, we were like we didn't initially go through. We went through safety with the hammer because it was just ready to go and we knew it worked. Mm-hmm. And then we did. Uh, we were gonna go do the drum, and they set us up with our first fight before we had the chance mm-hmm. to go take that through safety. Oh. So we just kind of ditched it after we found out we didn't have the batteries and they were going to be, I think it was like 
two grand for new batteries. Oh man! If we got them legit from a legit source. Mm-hmm. Now, is now, it is it difficult to find parts once you're there? I know, um, like uh, Ravi from Red Devil last year told us that there were some things that it was just nearly impossible to get once the uh, tournament started and people started having uh, issues with their parts. So we didn't. I don't think we really had issues. We did run into like our drive motors were. I don't know if you've heard of the Red Matex, but they're very fragile, and we weren't told about that until after they failed like twenty times. <laughs> Jeez! So after that, we were like, "Well, we're too far into this," and I bought the entire inventory of them. Oh man! So we kind of just rolled with most things, but yeah, I think spare wise, we didn't need any okay. real parts. I mean, <clears throat> I think we needed a couple power switches, but we were right next to the Wyachi pit, so we just oh nice paid them for some. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to lack for extra parts, I'd say. I want to say it seems like between like you know on BattleBots Resurrection and just people we talk to, it seems like the Wyachi guys and Hypershock seem to be the guys to go to for extra parts. Yeah, I think we went to Hypershock for like programming advice, and then Wyachi was very surplus on things. Oh, okay, man. And then we've worked. I work with Gruff a lot, so when we needed like, oh, we left our chain or something they had extra they let us use or okay. we traded tools well yeah i mean you kind of um we talked to them last week and they talked about what a huge help you guys were and then i actually went to their watch party this week over in uh like tarpon springs it was pretty far but um <laughs> yeah they said um you know that um gruff as well as shredderator hitched a ride with you guys in your trailer all the way over to long beach and um i know Sam said that gave them an extra week of time that was like just invaluable to them. So how did you guys go about um, deciding, all right, we're just going to trek it cross-country in the trailer, and then how did, um, how did Shredderator and Gruff wind up hitching rides with you guys? I think we decided to do a trailer after, because my dad grew up in California, mm-hmm. and he, hasn't, he hadn't been there since he was, like, 10. Huh. So then, like... He wanted me to be able to see the country because I've never left Florida. Oh. So we mostly decided to drive because it was a lot more economical and I wanted to see different parts of the country. So we were mostly planning on that from when they told us we were in just because for us to buy a trailer, buy gas, and drive was like a third of what it was going to cost to fly and ship. Yeah. I can imagine. Okay, now I know. Now I want to know about this road trip because <laughs> it sounds kind of cool. Um, how long? First of all, how long was the drive over there? It was six days there because mm-hmm. it was like an extra day to go get Gruff and Shredderator. Oh, okay. And then seven or no, like seven back because huh. we just I didn't feel like driving as much. Oh. Wait, did you get to drive some? Yeah, I got my license like a week before we left just so I could help my dad drive. <laughs> well, that's clutch. Dude, when I was 16, I was scared to go on like I-75. So, yeah, you were kind of brave there. How, how long, uh, about how often did you get to drive? Uh, I didn't drive it all the way there because okay. we, it, we just bought the trailer and we've never pulled, like, what was it? Three and a half tons of yeah expensive robot parts that do not belong to me. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's true. So the the way back when it was just us and Gruff, it was like, oh, the trailer's a thousand pounds lighter, and we know how it like handles. So it was a little more true. Simple, yes. Yeah, you got the gist of it after that. Uh, all right, what was some cool things you saw along the way? Or what was like one or two like really cool stops that you guys made? Um, we didn't stop too much, actually. I mean, we went to rest stops, but mm-hmm. 
deserts were pretty cool. And then, like, I saw a mountain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> when we first saw it, I was like, the ground goes that high? <laughs> and then we, we, like, started going up it, and it was, like, straight up and down. Yeah, people don't realize that when you're like a Floridian, you're fascinated. Like even when I get to like North Georgia and I start seeing hills, I'm like, ooh, like those are mountains almost. So that's all right, that's pretty cool. Like I saw the trailer on uh, your Facebook page and I saw some of the pictures of the drive, but yeah, I wasn't sure. That sounds that sounds like a pretty cool trip though. I don't think I've ever done completely cross country. Brian here's yeah. done from the top down. But he's never done west to east coast, have you? I, yeah, last year I drove to Syracuse, New York, and then over to Niagara Falls, and that was that was a haul because, like Cam said, we don't have mountains or anything in Florida, so it is kind of weird when you encounter them. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine doing that. You know, hauling robots around—that's no, that'd be too much. Yeah, the border like we went through uh, like South Mexico and saw the border. Uh-huh. And they wanted to, like, search the trailer. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, and they were like, what is, what are these? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we're just hauling, like, a two, like three-ton trailer here. No big deal, Border Patrol. It's cool. <laughs> no, like, they popped it open, and we had our robot and Gruff, like, in the middle of the floor. And they were like, are these full of? drugs or something they don't look like something you should be hauling (laughs) yes the the cover it's you weren't really going to battle bots you're just you're a drug mule one of his first times driving and he has one of the coolest road trip stories ever that's awesome um so now i'm curious um how did the application process go like um when did you apply for battle bots and when did they let you know Hey, you're in, you know, as an alternate. And then I guess, you know, we obviously you didn't have a ton of time, but uh, how much time did you have from when they said you're in until you got there? Uh, so our application was actually, it was pretty like weird. I didn't know BattleBots was coming back. And then Sam from Gruff actually messaged me and was like, Hey, are you applying? And I was like, I'm supposed to. <laughs> and then I messaged Greg and was like, do you still have room for me to apply? And he was like, uh, we're meeting like next Saturday. Hmm. So I had like a week to do the whole like design and application process, but it's not too difficult, but you've got to like know your plan kind of. Okay. So you kind of had an idea already. Yeah, I've, since I started the first extinguisher at Orlando, it was like, this is a piece of crap. I don't want this again. <laughs> and then the second year, it was like, oh, I guess I did it again. Well, you finished third there, didn't you? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't The bad, first one did really well, actually. I think had I had time and learned how to use tools, I could have fixed the power switch. So, like, our first fight was with Gruff there. Okay. And he threw us in the air, and then I had one of those hella switches, you know, like the red key you turn. Yeah. And my parents wouldn't let me use grinders, so I didn't. I wasn't able to cut the key off and put, a like, a slot for you to use a Phillips head in. Mm-hmm. So when it flipped over, that switch, like, broke the red part, and then... Game. I got knocked out for that, but yeah, huh? So okay, well, um, yeah, that is co- so. That's cool, though. I mean, so did you have? I guess you had enough time. Um, so designing seems to be your forte. When did you start? As you said, you've only been doing heavyweights. What age were you when you started doing uh, robot <laughs> combat or combat robots? I guess you could say. Uh, so I started robotics in general sixth grade. Okay. So I think- What's that? Like twelve? Yeah, 11, 11 or twelve. Yeah, I don't like know. that. That's pretty cool. But it was like my dad used to get. He does like electronic recycling, and he got these window cleaning robots from a company that was like recalled them all. Hmm. And then he gave me one of them. Was like, "You want this, 
so I just started opening it and then somehow fixed one and like was cleaning his window with it. But oh, nice. Then after that, the new season of the I think it was the first season of the reboot came on. Okay. And then I saw the first episode of that, and we were like, "Well, we could probably do that." I'm not. I mean, it's not much harder than building a vacuum robot, is it? And then we just started keeping things at his work and slowly over time from different donors, like not really donors, but people that had scrap to give him to throw away, I'd find different parts and we started building it. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not garbage, but yeah, it's, that's cool though that like leftover parts and you're making these machines out of it. So that's pretty, it's a pretty awesome origin story. I gotta say, uh, so, um, when did you, are you using CAD to do the design on those now? Yeah, so the the latest extinguisher was all made in uh, Autodesk Inventor. So at our middle school, we learned Inventor as a, like a fun tool. And then when I got into high school, it got a little more like detailed work. Okay. So, like, I, when I, once I built the first one, I kind of had like, general knowledge you know not you need to make plates and that i just had a block and i drew wheels on it i was like that's what it's gonna look like okay and then when i got in high school they got a certified i learned you know you need to pocket things for weight and do things like the right way yeah yeah trial and error so that's cool um so now i gotta ask you about I, we talked a little bit about it, but life as an alternate on BattleBots. Um, so we've kind of, I guess, seen and heard that you do get four fights, which is still, which is pretty impressive for an alternate because that means you know you were always ready to go when they needed you. But um, how much notice did they give you before your fights that you were going to be on? So like, I guess alternate is like used differently. In BattleBots. Okay. An alternate for us is a team that doesn't get travel stipends yeah. or stipends or uh, and then is guaranteed to get one fight opportunity. Okay. But and then we're still eligible to, you know, sign up for the Desperado or the whatever other extra things they do this year. Oh if okay. They do things. But for us it wasn't really different because when we took gruff and shredderator they helped us pay for gas there mm-hmm. but like once we got in the building it was like we were pitted next to teams that were in full and treated like everyone else yeah but then like for you asked about like the notice before fights yeah like how long they had a like the night before, I think it was, they'd go and they'd say, oh, the morning session of filming is blah. Yeah. And then the night session is blah. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you know, we fought teams that were in full. I don't think we fought another alternate. Okay. That's but cool. they just, you know, it's they just listed off your fights, and that was how they did it. Nice. So... Who were you next to in the pits when you were there? And did you uh, get to like pick their brains any, or did you guys help each other out on your bots at all? Uh, so we were, like, to our left was P1, and then to our right was the Ribot team. Okay. Nice. And then I think across from us was Nelly, and then Bite Force was nearby somewhere. Oh, Okay. How horrifying was it when they brought Nelly back to the pits after their first match? <laughs> uh, I mean, we had a TV in the back, so we got to watch all the fights with our, like, all together, and it was... So you already knew what to expect? I mean, pretty closely. I mean, it was definitely a bit worse than it should have been, but... Yeah, it was a little disturbing. You see that cute face get ripped off. That was kind of, we were like, no, Nelly, no. <laughs> so now, um, 
Who came up with the extinguisher theme, like the the fire the fireman theme? Was that you that came up with the whole thing? Yes, yeah, so I've been doing it since like the first. I don't know if you've seen either of my robots do their, you know, the the famous the thing. But uh, you'll have to tell us about the thing because maybe I didn't see it. I mean, you had to have seen it. You know it when you see it. Okay. You you it's not like a thing the robot does. It's just you know it's the thing. Okay. But I know the it's partially where I I got the name from it and mm. then most of it was like I don't know. We have lots of lots of the companies in Tampa do their electronics with our, my dad's company. Mhm. So like most of the stuff comes through us. Okay. So, like, we get the the police department, the fire department, uh, aerospace companies, I think. Okay. Yeah. There's lots of different inf- influence in there. And okay. Most of the, like, cool parts I get, well, they're from police airplanes or police helicopters or a fireman. We got full uniforms at one time for some reason. But there's it was mostly like the cool things that we got to play with were all from firemen or the police department. So it kinda like well these are the parts I can use and we may we should theme it like that, you know? It's it's a cool theme. It's like a really cool looking bot too from what I've seen. So yeah, and we're gonna have to throw you guys in with the uh possibly the coolest outfits, you know, from the state of Florida. Yeah, you oh, those guys were hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those weren't fake. No. No, those were the the pants are three quarter inch Kevlar. So it's like oh, wow. I'm not walking or I'm Spending as minimal time in those pants as I need to. <laughs> so those are basically uh, photo pants, is what you're saying? We wear them on TV and for photos and everything, but when we're in the pits, heck no. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, that's like lose like five pounds wearing those things. All right, the the weapon on yours, the axe, I take it that's not a real fireman axe. Did you 3D print that? So it's... If you kind of look at the axe, you can tell it's two different pieces. Hmm, okay. Um, like, mm-hmm. if you look at our test video, you see there's, like, the big chunk, and then there's, like, the claw. And there's different videos that have and don't have the claw. And the the actual axe portion is 15 and a half pounds of 6061 aluminum. Mm-hmm. And then we had it... Our sponsor, SMT, anodized it for us. So it has like a surface finish of AR400 steel, but it's lightweight, squishy aluminum still. And then the the claw is like a 3D printed extra attachment, so it looks like an axe. Okay. All right. That's pretty solid then. I'm going to have to watch the test video again. I think I had seen it at the beginning of the season. I was just kind of going through like... Every team I didn't know on the BattleBots website, and that's how I figured out you were from Tampa, too. I was like, oh, snap, he's from Tampa. So I watched those videos, but it had, it's been a couple of months, I guess you can say. Um, so let's see here. Oh, yeah, we're, we won't keep you too much longer. All right, it's probably too early to talk college with you, but are you looking at a school? Are you going to be looking at schools that have like, you know, legit robotics programs, I guess you could say? Um, I'm not really sure. I know I'm I'm a senior this year, so I have to start looking. But ah, I thought you might have been for, junior. So okay, but I'm mostly looking at like UF and UCF because I got to stay close to home, you know. Because I have my shop there and my family's all here. So if I go too far away, there you won't see us at BattleBots again for uh. sure. Gotcha. Well, you can't go to UCF because then you and Cam can't be friends anymore. <laughs> He's a USF. Player. Yeah, I went to USF just like uh, Sam. But no, they have a pretty good robotics program. We were talking to um, ah, that kid from Florida Poly when we were at yes. the Maker Faire, and he was kind of breaking yeah, down. 
Yeah, Jacob Rogers. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, yeah, he was kind of telling us about like the the leagues they have in college, and he did not. And and even um, Sam mentioned that USF doesn't have a robotics program now, so it sounds like they're out. Well, that's their lost end. I gotta say. Um, so outside of like engineering classes, what are your favorite subjects in school? Um. My high school is actually an engineering magnet school, so oh, we, okay. I kind of just take math, science, history, reading, and then Chinese class and, like, four engineering classes. Okay. Well, I guess if you ever hope to go to the um, the robotics competition in China, it'd probably help to learn Mandarin, so that's kind of smart. Well, that's... That's the main reason I picked to take Chinese at our school is KOB season one came out and I couldn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can write that, then that's ridiculous too. I, I'm, I, you know, I was like, I could probably speak it, but I can't write. I'm like, what is this? The pound sign with a tree on it? I don't get it. So, anywho, uh, so okay, can I ask what high school you go to? Uh, yeah. So if you guys know like downtown Tampa, there's a high school called George S. Middleton, and I go there. Oh, sweet. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've got uh, – my niece is a senior at Robinson, so you said, like, downtown area. I was like, huh, maybe. So, cool. Um, so, all right, let's see. Now, outside of making gigantic killer robots, what's another one of your favorite hobbies you have? Uh, so most of the time, like, I think today we just went on – we do lots of, like, boating with our family. Mm-hmm. I have a captain's license, so I take them. We just go around on the bay or go fishing or pretty much stay out on the water or at the beach. Not bad. Man, and people say all kids do is play Fortnite these days. Yeah. So what kind of boat do you guys have? It's a really old one. It, it's, it doesn't look old, but it's like a 20-year-old, like 30-foot, Carolina skiff like flatbed mm-hmm. so it's like flat but it's fiberglass okay not bad yeah we had I, I think we had like a little 20 footer with like a 100 cc outboard motor and that was you know but whatever it worked so it was cool so we won't keep you much longer I was curious if you wanted to play our 10 question quiz with you before we let you go alright uh, All right. now the, the subject is going to be this is is it either a battle bot and I've used anything basically I went back anybody that's been in a battle bot tournament or been on the battle bot show counted for this. So is it a battle bot or is it a video game? Is this including the old episodes on Comedy Central? This is yeah, going back to 2000, oh which I know predates you John, but you know, we got to you know, we got to make this hard. So it's either a battle bot or a video game and the video games too. Nothing like that's on Steam or anything or an iPhone. These are all like games that have been on a console. So, all right. Oh, man. No, so, play so, video games. So. Ah, so maybe you won't. All right. So we got See, 10 look, at, look at him stereotyping the typical teenager all, all about video games. He just said he went boating, man. Well, the thing was I figured maybe he knows the battle bot. So <laughs> he can know if it's not a battle bot, then maybe it's a video game. All right. So, all right. Number one. Kid Icarus. Uh, that sounds like a Pokemon game. It's close. It's a video game on Nintendo, so close. It's an enough. Old Nintendo game. Number two, Iron Eagle. Uh, that's probably a Comedy Central robot, wouldn't it be? That's crazy. Two for two. I was gonna say, isn't that a movie? Yeah, that is a movie too. But yeah, it was a it was a battle bot and mm-hmm. almost a football announcer. I know that's I and Eagle. <laughs> Number three, Escape Velocity. That one's the gold robot, isn't it? The four bar slow lifter. That's correct. He's three for three. See? He's good at this. Yeah, because he knows the battle bots. He would process of elimination, <laughs> you know? All right. Um Number four. Yeah, I know this from the video games. Excite bike. Come on. That's got to be a robot, I would think. That is a video oh. game. That's, that's before his time, man. I know. We're not, we, I, it's I, one of my I, favorite Nintendo I promise games. we weren't going to bust your chops about your age because, it, honestly, it's awesome that you're 
16 and already doing all this stuff. So Yeah, but ask him some stuff from <clears throat> after he was born. I, well, yeah, that's well. That was a popular <laughs> Nintendo game from you know like twenty years before he was born. But anyway, <laughs> if he's like me, I don't watch any movies from before I was born except for Star Wars. Yeah. That's it. Right. Number five is Mobius. Yeah, that's a full body spinner, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah, somebody's mentioned that on our show before. So yeah, um, number six, Shark Bite. Ah. Uh-huh. I think that's the like predecessor to Shark Oprian, isn't it? I I think it is. It's I was one. Say, I th- not to be confused with Shark Oprian. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they could have that on Shark Week on Discovery. <laughs> right. Shark Bite versus Shark Oprian. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. I'd watch. Uh, number seven, Gal Gun. Gal is in like a girl, like G A L. Gun is in Bang Bang. Yeah, that's got to be a video game. It is. It's a cheesy video game, too, but I've played it. Um, okay, <laughs> number number eight, One Finger Death Punch. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> See, it sounds like it'd be either, though. That was the idea when I looked at these. Uh, um, one Finger Death Punch. That's probably a video game. That's correct. He is. What is... What is that from? Seven of Eight, One Finger Death Punch. There's a there's a band called Five Finger Death Punch. Well, yeah, I know the band. I like the band. But I found that game, so, all right. Uh, is that where the One Punch Man memes come from? It, I know One Punch Man's like an anime show, but yeah. it could be. Well, I, think I thought it could that be, was the video game. Oh, maybe you're right. See, he knows more about video games than I do. All right, <laughs> two more. Um, Critical Mass 2. Uh, that could be a robot. I don't. It is a robot. See, I I thought I, th- I thought I would throw him off with the two. That sounds like a video game, like Super Mario Brothers two yeah. or something. All right, so he's he is eight out of nine. Great job. And number ten, dig dug, dig like dig in the dirt, and then dug like you just dug in the dirt. Not that to be confused like with a- Nickelodeon's Doug. <laughs> That sounds like a cool math game you'd play. Like, it is a video like game. It's a very old one again. So nine out of ten. Great job. That that is that ties for best with huge and I think maybe Hal and Hannah last a couple weeks ago. So great job. So now um, we'll let you go soon. We don't want to get you in trouble. But uh, uh, what spot? We, we talked about a couple of your sponsors. Um, did you want to shout out the rest of your sponsors by any chance? Uh, sure. So we have, I think, four like major sponsors. We have Rustic Steel Creations, which is a like a welding company downtown, and then uh, Quicksilver Recycling is like the electronics recycler my dad owns, and we work there pretty much. Okay. And SMT is like a machining god. I know. Gruff uses them. Witch Doctor uses them. So if you ever need to machine something, go pay those dudes. They do it like really, really fast. Oh yeah, Sam talked about them a week ago, and he said they're awesome. Yeah, we gave them like twenty pound slugs of aluminum and said, "Make this one inch diameter," and they did it in like ten minutes. Man, it wow. was insane. All right, so that's a sponsor to keep for sure. Heck yeah! Um, so was that all of them? Uh, yeah, those are that's okay. most of our major sponsors. All right, yeah, I think you'd cover them all. All right, so um, now, now well, okay, well, I got to ask though, how much are we talking to uh, put Cam's face on the front of it next time? Who's Cam? That's me. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> we want a one inch by one inch picture of my face. How much is that going to cost? Um. I don't know. I know we wrote just like for the memes. My little brother likes laser beams, so we wrote code laser on the underside of our robot. Nice, I like that. I don't, mm, I don't know if you know who that is, but is that? Wait a second. Is that like a rapper? I'm got him old. That's a. 
It's an Australian Fortnite YouTuber. Uh, oh, okay. All right, all right. That just shows that we're old enough to not know who that is. I think I've seen him on Twitch before. Um, I'm not too old. Uh, so, Very rated R. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, so is... Oh, God, yeah. Like so. Uh, all right, so let's see here. Um, where can we check Extinguisher out online? Um... I mean, we have our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash extinguisher battlebot, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Easy enough. Yeah, that's how and I found our, you. Our Instagram is like at extinguisher battlebot, I think. Okay. <laughs> Again, cool. I don't remember these, but then our YouTube is Quicksilver Robotics, and I haven't posted on that in ages i think all right i'm still gonna but, write that one down because i want to i want i gotta find out what the thing is now i got it i gotta find out what the thing i mean is. i know BattleBots didn't want us to say what the thing was until they aired it so we're waiting oh, for the, okay all right the day so oh, that's all you had to say was just just those three magic letters nda yeah now last <laughs> i saw you were doing an instagram giveaway for the stickers on your bot and the stickers are pretty sweet, and I just missed it. You guys got any extras by any chance? Uh, yeah, I just ran out, but I ordered like I think it was five hundred more. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be at the, I think it's, I don't remember when it is, but the Tampa Make Fair, I will or whatever see. like that is. I know we're meeting up with Gruff. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm volunteering at that thing, so I'll probably see you guys there then and come steal a sticker because they're really cool. <laughs> Like, out of yeah, the stickers I've seen, they've been the best ones so far. Oh, that's nice. My aunt designed all the logos and stuff because she, her and her, my uncle do lots of art-type things. Yeah, the, they were, the stickers were killer. As soon as I saw them, but I was late. I was like a week late on the Instagram thing, and I was like, ah, shoot, I would have stolen one. I was like, I would have taken one, but I'll see you guys at uh, I'll see you at the Mini Maker Fair, though. So we won't keep you. Uh, John Flack, captain of uh, team captain of Extinguisher, and um, and taking time out of his vacation to join us. Exactly. Yeah, and apparently road trip extraordinaire. So, John, thanks a lot for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. If you guys need anything else, just let us know. And I know you probably live really, like, walking distance from where I work. Or Oh, man. I have to pop in then. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks again. I'm give you the address, though. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We'll just have to find it on naturally. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, John. All right. See you guys later. All right. Later. back and uh again a huge thanks to uh john from team extinguisher yeah, john flax cool kid absolutely uh you know it's 16 doing things way more advanced than i ever did so heck yeah i was happy when i got to drive part of the way up to atlanta when i turned 16 he used to like <laughs> drive back from california some that's it's a cool cool little trip is that's a pretty cool first like huge roadie yeah, and you're not going to forget that. I can't believe they drove through a little bit of Mexico. I hope they, I would have I would have pooped myself. I hope they played that Holiday Road song from the Vacation movies at least a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so just some takeaways from this week. I guess we can go down all the fights. Yeah, real let's, quickly. let's do it. I you know I think I'd had some I've, notes somewhere and they're gone. So oh, well, I'll just. I've, yeah, we'll spitball it. Well, you actually went to the watch party for uh, for is, old Gruff. That's right. I forgot to talk about that. I mean, I kind of mentioned it a little bit in the conversation, but yeah, I went to Team Gruff's watch party. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. Like, we were at a really big sports bar, like not one of those little hole in the wall places, like huge place. Now they had us outside, but it was cool out, so it was no big deal for Florida weather anyway. Yeah, like you know, upper seventies, which is like you know, winter jacket here. And yeah, I mean, we had the whole outside to ourselves, and they had three TVs on it. Part of me, I did actually say, I'm like, you know, you could have bumped the Phillies game off inside for this, couldn't you? There's like 20 <laughs> of us. 
Um, but yeah, I got to meet like a couple of the team members that did not get to do the podcast and they were really cool. And I said, we're going to have to have you guys back on. And, um, yeah, and we watched, and I'll talk a little more when we get to that um, match, but it was a fun time. Of course, I was going to go to a BattleBots watch party. It's like the first one that's, you know, even somewhat in my area code. So yeah. um, so if, uh, you well, know, if John and them have a little combo one with Extinguisher and Gruff, I'll go. Well, and I will say... Uh, this episode as a whole was actually fairly entertaining to watch. Oh, really good matchups. I mean, and fun matchups too. Um, but we'll, yeah, let's dive in. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, so first to lead off the episode was Hydra and, and Warhawk. And uh, Hydra seems to be becoming uh, everybody's darling. I don't know if <clears throat> it's just because they've kind of, you know, maybe they're getting a little bit of favorable matchup. But you know, Did Warhawk have like, did it look like they had some uh, radio failure there? Because they just sat there, like, showing some leg for Hydra to flip them in the first one. Uh, yeah, they I, they were definitely having some issues. But, I mean, maybe it was something internal in the robot that was coming apart as eventually the entire thing came apart yes, into it, three pieces. <laughs> breaking up is hard to do. So, I mean, Hydra is an impressive-looking flipper bot. Uh, it'll yeah. be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens when it goes against some of the uh, harder hitting bots. So now that group, the the Utter Gun group, who's their alpha bot now? Is it Hydra or is it Son of Waiachi? Probably still Son of Waiachi. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Son of Waiachi probably gets a little more love in the pits from them, but Hydra's you know it's not bad. It might be maybe not quite the Bronco lifting power, but probably more mobility what's what's the third one uh i don't remember it, what the name is is it lucky or are we talking like no no it's that like almost looks like a cube and it's basically so heavy and weirdly shaped that it doesn't drive very well and the 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 forgettable battle bots yeah, yeah. i don't know it's, it's one of those <laughs> i don't remember oh uh, not bale spear so hydra sure. got the win there they didn't start off great but like i said when warhawk started to have issues uh became became pretty easy to flip tourney team uh hydra yeah uh depend. i would say it depends on their next matchup like if they get another favorable match and like say they go three and one uh with bronco doing so poorly this season which we will see you know we'll talk about later spoiler Gun to your head. Do they make the tournament or no? Yeah, I just because I think they're. I don't. Know, people I are so in love with them right now. I don't even think it's. I mean, to me, it's not even that. But I think obviously one and one is going to get them in. Like yeah. one, are they I mean, one, did they win? Did they lose the first one? No, they won. I'm just saying they oh, could split well. the next two. Oh, I see what you're saying. If I they split the next two, I still think they're almost guaranteed. Well, I, th- a spot. I think they give them another cupcake to make them three and zero, oh, and then kind of like huge last year where. Huge was three and zero, and they put him up against Ice Wave, and they got cut in half. I, I think it's kind of be going to be one of those where like Hydra faces like Tombstone in its last match and just gets obliterated. Yeah, I kind of there's a couple of teams I'd be interested in seeing them fight, uh, but yeah, I, okay. I think well, Lockjaw would be a nice Lockjaw's kind of that good barrier of you know, are you a good team or are you a great team? Because it kind of yeah. seems like if you can beat Lockjaw. You're probably in that top tier. If you can't beat Lockjaw, then maybe you're in that like, uh, you know, like trying to get in the last chance Lock- rumble. Lockjaw is one of those bots that, man, it seems like it should be really be terrible because it's got huge exposed wheels, but it se- it just seems to do good. So I can't hate. I, that's I can't why, hate on it too much, that's but I want to hate on it too much. It's why they can't just say Donald Hudson. They have to always call him the legendary <laughs> Donald Hudson. It's, I think he officially got his name changed to that. Well, but next, anyway. Well, next up we have the legendary Sidewinder. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was. I, what on on what level do you like come you, up with a bot and you decide? Oh, I'm I'm gonna put the weapon on the side. You want me to guess what they were thinking? All right, like teams like Tombstone and all that. It seems like their modus operandi lately has been get to the side of these bots and chew up, you know, their tires and the the part that's not armored. And I'm guessing they're thinking, well, what if we just put the blade on that side? Problem solved. (laughs) In theory. Maybe if uh, you put what? How about this? 
a, like a tombstone clone or a tomb clone, yeah, where yeah. you have one of those spinning blades on all four sides. Eh? I, eh? I, know, I mean, there there's some <laughs> that I'm like, in theory, this should be great. Like, in I thought in theory, Axe Backwards would be pretty good. Well, maybe they get it working next and week. And the first year, I was like, in theory, I think Rotator should be good. Now, they fixed theirs, and now Rotator is pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, sometimes that happens. But uh, my question here, because I you know, I was watching at a sports bar, did Scorpios break that weapon with their blade? Or was that just no, like a result was... of maybe like the kinetic energy coming back and shooting yeah, I, the thing off? I think it was more that. I don't think – because I'm pretty sure they're uh... – what they, they call it a hammer saw, I think, is what they were calling it. Okay. Um, I don't. I think that was still up in the air at that point. I think it just broke on the wedge and just went flying off. And at that point, Sidewinder's useless and got pretty yeah. much ripped into pieces. So. Yeah, Paging Jen. Uh, let's let's get you back for a third time. You can tell us some more about Scorpios. Uh, yeah. Another one. Gun to your head. Scorpios making the tournament or no? Are they two and oh too? They are two and oh also. <sighs> I think they get in as like a fifteen. I, I think it's one of those ones where I hate their design because when that when they have the the hammer saw or whatever all the way like basically uh, this sadly this I think is more effective. I think it was more effective when they had a saw blade on the end of it than this thing. Whatever this thing is, it's not working for me. It's kind of like Whiplash's little spinner thing. It'd I think working. it's useless. It's working for them though. They're two and zero. I, I think they split and get in as like a fifteen seed or something. But yeah, I th- I think they end up in uh, like a rum a rumble for like kind of remember how they ha- did the vertical spinner rumble o- yeah. alongside the last chance rumble. I think it's kind of one of those deals where they're in there. Thanks to that to top notch welding from Jen, I think they make it in. It's pretty sturdy. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Valkyrie and Ragnarok, which this was probably the least entertaining match just because it was so short. Yeah. Um. I mean. Yeah, I had a joke about like your wife and lasting six seconds, but just somebody fill it in, fill it in for yourself, everybody. <laughs> just think amongst yourselves. I'm just, you know, a wild like just yeah, just a shot at somebody. Basically, yeah. Valkyrie rode up the skirt and just whacked his hammer. Yeah, they went with uh, <laughs> they went with the big boy. I think like Doctor Tooth or Teeth. At what it's the one I like the most. It's like the full spinning disc. Yeah, and it's uh, I mean it. Pretty much it hit the wedge and rode up right to the joint where uh, Ragnarok's hammer is. Hit that and basically just, it seemed like it destroyed everything internally. It always kind of seems like we get Ragnarok face after every one of their matches too. Where you get like (laughs) Tim and the redhead guy just kind of having that like, what happened now look on their face. Great uh, caption contest photo on, uh, on BattleBots Facebook page, by the way, featuring those guys. But, I mean, Tim is really good for fighting against Blanca, though. So, there's that. <laughs> he shoots electricity. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's just Blanca. Zangief doesn't. He just power slams you with those legs. Now, one fight that uh, is always going to be entertaining because Gary Jin always has a giant flamethrower on his bot, uh, free shipping, and Yeti. You darn right. Yeah. Like, that, it's, it's, his flamethrower is, is pretty entertaining because it seems like it always gets knocked out of place. So then it just sets his entire bot on fire. Yeah. I mean, not to dog the guy, you're, you're probably not in contention for a nut when you're original, when you're uh, free shipping, but damn if they aren't going to give you a good yeah. show. So I, I understand ex- absolutely why they keep having them back. And you know what? I mean, once again, they made a good show of it. Yeah. And they always do. And that was one of those matches where, like, if I was there, I probably would have, like, stood up and given the standing ovation. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was an entertaining fight to watch. Lots of fire. Uh, Yeti with his, uh, you know, he's decided to ditch the forks on the front of his bot, which, good for them, because they al- always just seem to really get in the way. It's like, what is really the point of them? Yeah, and, you, a, a point, aside from getting stuck on the floor and... Yeah, sometimes it feels like it pushes guys away from the drum yeah which is kind of what you want to be using it for right you know you you've got these big fangs as to quote the movie swingers <laughs> you're this big bear with these fangs and you're not using them so yeah you're you're right on that yeah, they, but they had to have been like positioned perfectly like almost like uh 
not dragging the ground, I would say. Mm-hmm. Or, or like dragging the ground, but not obviously not lifting the bottom. And very uh, unfortunate thing for that. Like, I yeah. think it's a good decision that they ditch the forks and they're just going to go with the heavy drum the mm-hmm. rest of the way. And in my dream rumble, free shipping and gigabyte are there. I'll have to figure out. I'll, I'll do a hypothetical dream four team rumble, but those two are definitely well, in it. The, the last chance rumble has six teams, so you can put six in there. That's true. My last entertainment rumble, I guess. <laughs> All right, what's the next? Oh, match here? next we have our good buddies Gruff and uh, their fight with Copperhead. Which I don't. Did you? Could you guys hear like the commentary going on? Like a, a little bit. Um. It apparently, I mean, it seemed like a close match. This is, I guess I'll be a little spoilery here. I talked to the Gruff guys afterwards. They did not think they won the match. No, but so because I asked because it was close and I just said, hey, you know, we don't get to see what you guys saw. Did you think you had a chance? Did you think you won the fight? And they're like, we didn't think we won the fight. So like the part I was interested that if you heard or not was like, you know how in the beginning of the fights when they're lining up in the the squares or whatever and they have the little bit of commentary yeah and the little side boxes did you guys hear any of that no basically basically copperhead was the like the team captain was just talking shit oh yeah we we heard a little bit of that yeah it it was basically like oh those forks aren't going to hold up to anything and we're just you know we'll we'll draw the fight out to give the crowd a show and so then he even so then he gave the controller to some guy that's never driven the bot before oh Screw him. Yeah, I man, I was hoping he was going to lose so bad. Oh, by the way, though, um, I guess this is another spoiler. Sam broke out those forks. They were both bent at like a 45-degree angle. So he, <laughs> he did he did bend those forks. But, um, you know, what did you think of getting to see the flamethrower finally? Man, that thing is ridiculous. Now, if they would have been able to get those forks and pin Copperhead down in a corner, you know, for like your thirty second yeah. hold, and just lay that um, and just lay that flamethrower on him, that could have done some damage. Especially now that we've been talking about, you know, how much electrical tape and duct tape is used in these things. Can you not see it like kind of getting inside and sort of frying that stuff a little bit, and or just, even just melting the tires? I mean, that, yeah, that thing was ridiculous. But again, we talked about earlier or i'm was this i don't it might have been after the fact that um no i don't i don't think i can say that actually all right but yeah more insight (laughs) copperhead's tires were apparently melted down pretty well pretty good nice that's what um that's what the gruff guys told me anyway so but yeah i mean it was one it was really close i i'd almost been like it's a tie but obviously you can't um split decision I think it was, you know, I don't think they got it wrong, obviously. No. So I wouldn't have been surprised with either decision. So that was that was my thinking. I, I I thought about a minute or like two minutes in, I thought Gruff had that fight, but um, you know, Copperhead did come up with a couple of big hits there, and then it looked like Gruff was smoking a little bit, and then yeah, like you said, yeah. the forks were mangled. So damage is obviously it comes in a huge play when judging. So, right. Some people said online, had this been a um, had this been a fight at another competition like Rober Games or something, Gruff probably could have won that. But yeah. based on the way that the judging is, that that was the outcome that you were going to get. Yeah, because we kind of talked to him. Uh, you know, we mentioned last week. I'd asked him like, "Hey, would you you know put the arms back and just use it as a wedge?" And honestly, if they would have done that, probably would have come out a little better. Um. Maybe it's, you know, it's just one of those things where they're trying to, uh, you know, they got to play by the same rules as everybody else. So, yeah, I'll want we'll to get to post that picture of me next to Gruff with the Gruff guys. Was, yeah. I forgot to you know, link that and post it online. But yeah, uh, my first watch party. Pretty cool. Thanks again to the Gruff guys. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys again. But Absolutely. yeah, it was a close fight. So. What do we got next here? Uh, Hypershock and Monsoon, which this one didn't last all that long either. Another bit of a surprise. I, yeah. I mean, Hypershock is working well this year. Yeah, after although after their first fight, I was not going to be shocked about that, but no. really took it to Monsoon. It kind of seems like their mo now is like just get in there before they have time to react. Well, and, yeah, and, well, I think uh, 
I mean, so Monsoon avoided Hypershock's box rush, which yeah. they said that was the plan. But then, for whatever reason, they they didn't continue to like they they were getting away, and they didn't con- like for what they decided to turn and hit them early before the weapon was fully spinned up. And I I just think that was kind of an error on their part because once Hypershock gets into you, it's you know it's going to be pretty ugly for you. Yeah, their weapon's so, holding up pretty well. Um, that's another one. Gun to your head. Hypershot getting in the tournament this year? I think if they continue to, you know, be this reliable, I think so. Yeah, I'm just about booking it. So, yeah. and they yeah. beat two very capable bots in uh, Valkyrie and Monsoon so far. Apparently some of the Monsoon people are moving this week too. So, enjoy that. We'll be ta- hopefully talking to them sometime soon. Yeah, we're uh, we're trying to get them on. It's trying just to get a our... little bit of a time difference, so we got to do it over a weekend. Oh yeah, got to so. get our over, got to get our first overseas. Now we've had somebody in another country a couple times there, Ravi. But uh, yeah, looking across the pond to get some yeah, of these just, teams on. I love those guys because like they they weren't like their bot got their weapon got separated from their bot, and they're all just. Like just kind of like, oh man, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, even even these teams have to give it up sometimes. Yeah. I mean, they're probably there to see cool stuff too. But so yeah. And then the main event. Well, let's just quickly yeah. mention the bonus fight that'll air in next week uh, is Petunia and Marvin. Finally get to see Petunia. I'm, yeah, could be an interesting matchup. I don't know what that pincher does against Marvin, to be honest. Well, and I don't know what Marvin's teeth is going to do against Petunia, which is kind of a, like a giant wedge with one, you know, pinching tooth. But true, that one, that one could go to the scorecards. Uh, and so our main event, uh, which they were making a big deal out of, Bronco versus Bite Force. Yeah, but I will say this. Bronco is a giant pile of garbage because they put they what do they call them plangers? I just think maybe they're getting figured out a bit. Maybe they're getting chomped a little bit here, if you will. It's it's an old bot. It's a slow bot, and you know it's it seems like you can get around to their sides now. And because of those stupid plangers, I mean, I don't know if that's the only reason. Well, it might I think be- it is because. So when they're trying to maneuver around, it's like if you get into their side and get into the plangers, like they get caught up and they they can't move or do anything about it, and they basically just get ripped off. And you know, Bite Force was just taking chunks out of the side of them. Yeah, and I mean, I only saw their flipper really work like once or twice. I mean, they were just I don't know it. It looked like a speedboat taking on a cruise ship almost where there was just no mobility out of one team and the other one's just driving circles around them. And I mean, even, even if not, you mean you bite force could just go weapon on weapon weapon if they wanted, but they were also, you know, the more mobile team and, you know, maybe, maybe Broncos driving was a smidge overrated in the past too, but that's, yeah. that's another um, panic button team right now. You got Bronco and Minotaur Owen two. And it's they'll probably be in the Desperado tournament. Yeah, the Desperado tournament's going to have some big names in it this year. I mean, it's yeah. going to be you know you're going to be some of these uh, other zero and two teams that won in may may just be like, look, we don't have room for you. We got to take some of these like you know Bronco and Minotaur yeah. teams in. So sorry about that, um, Kronos, but you're just going to yeah. have to well, sit it out. And one of the things too is like we saw Bronco with the live event that they had in Vegas before the season started. Yeah. Got wrecked there too. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it's, it might have to be, maybe they're getting figured out, I guess like the, yeah, like a seven foot center in the NBA, if you will, they might just be (laughs) quickly dinosauring. So really quick stud of the week, stud of the week. Ooh. I mean, there's so many choices. There are, I Uh, mean, I, you know, you could go bite force, but I'm, I'm actually going to go Hypershock. I I like what Hypershock is doing. Well, you can say the same thing. Well, you know what? I'll go Hydra. Um, You know, pretty impressive win. Warhawk's not a crap team. They're a good team. And, uh, you know, I was kind of 50-50. I was like, you know, it was Hypershock or Hydra. Uh, You know, I'm impressed. I, you know, like I said, they're a little more mobile than Bronco. Um, Even if the flipper's only like 90%. 
I mean, flipping somebody really high is flipping somebody really high, I assume, yeah. at this point. I mean, an extra foot might make a little more difference on the force coming down, but... Well, when you can flip them so hard, it breaks them into three pieces. Yeah, that's that's a stud of the week. Um, dud of the week. Oh, it's got to be Ragnarok, right? I'm going to go with Bronco. Wow. But you go Ragnarok. I, I mean... Yeah, I mean... It's... I think some of this is, to me, sometimes is like where you're expecting this team and where they actually perform. Okay, no offense to Ragnarok. I'm maybe not expecting you to hang with Bite Force. Okay, I'm just totally going on the fact that they lost in like yeah, eight no, seconds. Yeah, we, no, we both have our reasons. I said, you stand by yours, I stand by mine. So yeah, I, well, I mean, I can see that. Yeah, Bronco for sure is definitely a And so Ragnarok for sure. Sorry, sorry, Tim. Uh, that was a dud this week. <laughs> so... Oh, Again, any, any other final thoughts before we get on out of here? No, nah, just big thanks to John. He's a cool kid. I'm hoping, you know, I'm going to see him at the Tampa Maker Fair. I'm definitely going to say what up to that guy. He's, he's a cool kid. And also, again, big thanks to Dan from A Troop of Echoes for supplying uh, supplying some new music for yeah. us. So, yeah, it's uh, got all sorts of stuff going on here. So check us out on Facebook. I like our page. Um yeah, find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and AOL Music. Okay, not the thing? last one. Not the last one. <laughs> I thought maybe you were going to say, and surprise, maybe Google. But no, not Google. Yeah, not no. yet. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend. Laters.